Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. What's the best thing about Switzerland? You see, the answer is, I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> I invented a new word. Plagiarism. These are jokes for intelligent people, okay? So let's try. <laughs> let's see how far we can get with your... Did you hear about the mathematician who's afraid of negative numbers? He will stop at nothing to avoid them. That, that one will load, that, that one will load on, on your way home. Why do we tell actors to break a leg? Because every player has a cast. <laughs> oh my gosh. What's this one? Yesterday I saw a guy spill all his scrub letters on the road. I asked him, what's the word on the street? <laughs> all right. Okay, this is the last one. This is the last one. We have to preach. Hear about the new restaurant called Karma. There is no menu. You get what you deserve. Welcome to Garage this morning. <laughs> Welcome to Garage this morning. Today is the last segment of our study in Colossians. We will not take it all the way to the end. But we are going to tackle the next little bit. Next Sunday we are starting an exciting new series Victorious families. Victorious families. Tell everyone, your neighbors, your non-neighbors, your friends, enemies, frenemies, the whole combination, the whole nine yards, make sure they know Victorious families starts right here. Next time we're going to look at the foundation of Victorious families being love. Uh, the expression of love being covenant. We are going to talk about vision. For families. Do you know you can have a vision for your family? And do you know that without vision, people cast off restraint? That's why families don't make so much progress, because they don't have vision. And we talk about many other things, but you're going to discover that this is the best time to be in family. So, MC Live is back starting Wednesday, and we're going to start with the MC Live Kadanke. Whoa! I've been working on my moonwalk, and I, I will not show you today. Wednesday, tune in on Wednesday, 5.30 p.m., and you're going to see how that works. Money Moments is back starting this Thursday, 12 o'clock, midday. Awesome. We've started building again, Arise and Build. Thanks so much for all of you who have fulfilled, continuing to fulfill your pledges. Uh, lockdown's got nothing on you. Thank you. We appreciate you. I want to send special greetings to the people 
in Arua, Redemption MC in Arua. They are planting worship harvest Arua. We love you. We are praying for you. We think about you. I want to send out special greetings to Nairobi Missional Community, the Chirabos. We are praying for you. They are planting worship harvest Nairobi. Mama Jesus. Want to send out regards to the people in Mbale. There's a missional community there. We're exploring planting in Mbale. There's three, three, seven. Somewhere between three and seven missional communities along Kawempe Road, between Kawempe, uh, between Bwaise, and the name of the town is called Matuga. They are planning to launch Worship Harvest Kawempe this very year, and there are many of you watching together. Thank you so much. We believe in you. Catalyzing spiritual, social, economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Okay. The power of information when you believe it. The power of information when you believe it. Today I want us to talk about getting comfortable in your new skin. Yeah, you have a new skin. Yeah. So the first thing is to know you have it. <laughs> the power of information when you believe it. So you have a new one and how you get comfortable in it. There's something about information when it is believed. There's something about a girl who believes she's beautiful. My God. Because remember, it is human beings which, who decide what features constitute beauty or the lack thereof. But there is something about a babe who has known and believed, like my wife, that she is beautiful. They are comfortable in their new skin. They are comfortable in the idea. Information is powerful. There are ladies who look really, really um, pretty, but they don't believe it. Yeah. And they struggle with insecurity, and they you know what I'm talking about. And by the way, that's not only for ladies. There is even guys who for one reason or another don't believe in themselves. And let me tell you, that thing is super critical. Now, I shared with you last week about the Juneteenth Day, because we were celebrating it just the weekend before, rather the Friday before. June 19th, 1865 is when the slaves in Texas finally found out that two and a half years before, on January 1st, 1863, they had been set free. But they endured two more years of slavery because no one told them. So you can be something, and because you are now aware of it, you completely don't leave it. In August 1945, Japan surrendered to the Allied forces. There were pockets of Japanese soldiers continuing to fight the Second World War until 1976, all over Asia. 30 years later, they were still holding out. They didn't know their nation had surrendered, or they thought it was propaganda. They didn't believe that their nation could ever surrender to anyone. 30 years! Continuing to fight a war that ended 30 years before. Who am I talking to? 
Colossians 3.12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on. This sermon could end here. <laughs> they are Christians, and I, I was among the number who they've been saved since 1988 or before the NRM government, 85, and they don't know that they are the elect of God. In other words, they are chosen. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. There are people who, they are Christians. Christians who Jesus died for, bled, beaten, pulp, piece of meat, who think God is against them. That's a bit like pointing at these mothers sitting in front of me and accusing them that they are against their children. Yeah. I'm like, B3, you are against Nandi. I, I know. I'm but at that moment, when the Luyi comes, I will feel like, why? I am accusing her of the unthinkable. The Bible says, God says that a mother, even if a mother will reject her chicks, but I will not. Have you ever gone to the village? You don't even know what chicken really look like. You only know the, the uh, yeah, you, you, you know it with a fried version. With its chicks. It's going to fight you. It doesn't matter how big you are. That hen with her chicks. Where were we? Accusing God. The Bible says that even if your father and mother forsake you, I will never forsake you. There are Christians who, who they've been in church all these years, they read the Bible all these years, but either they've never known or they've known but not believed. Like those Japanese soldiers. Now, information came through on the radio. We have surrendered, stop fighting. They are like, uh-uh, this is how these guys are. They kept fighting until the last holdout was discovered in 1976 in Indonesia. Elect of God. This next one is going to cause people, the Chacha is going to disappear off your feet. Holy and beloved. What? Yeah. I know who I am. Yes. I know who I am. I know who I am. I am yours. I am yours. 
I was running and you found me. Gave me life, you put a song amazing. I need to preach. I need to preach. But God is saying you are his elect, you are holy, you are beloved. Let me tell you, the last thing that never wants you to know is that you're God's elect, you are holy, and you're beloved. Because he knows, once you know that, you're going to start living it. That's your new skin. And God is calling you to be comfortable in your new skin. And they're telling you, no, don't, 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 no, only God is holy. No, he has called you holy. The holy one has called you holy. The lover, whose name is love, has called you beloved. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved. Then he says, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. In other words, before you put on tender mercies, What's the opposite of tender masses? Uh, Cruelty or something. You are still the elect of God. You're holy and beloved. Yeah? Before you are kind, you are the elect of God. You're holy. Beloved. Before you practice humility, you braggart, you proud, ah, prick. You are the elect of God. You're holy. You are beloved. Before meekness, I think, before long-suffering, you impatient hooter. You are the elect of God. You are holy. You are beloved. You see, we've confused what we do and who we are. <laughs> if you sleep in the garage, don't assume you're a car. So he's saying, do you know why you should put on? Because you are. That's why it's that thing, therefore, therefore, the therefore is there for something. Therefore, Mose, knowing that you are the elect of God, that you are holy, that you are beloved. You know what? It would be nice if that stuff you are starts leaking out of you and creating an experience around you so that people don't have to have discernment to know that you are the elect of God and holy and beloved because they will experience it. They will experience it in tender masses, they will experience it in kindness, in humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another. Forgiving one another. It says, if anyone has a complaint against another, you get that real. Give me Ephesians 1.45. Ephesians 1.45 says, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy 
and without blame before him in love. When did he choose me to be holy and without blame before him in love? Before, before the foundation of the world. Before Adam showed up. Before he touched the fruit. Before my mother conceived me. God had chosen me in Christ to be holy. And blameless before him in love. That's why the, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. But he only succeeds against those who don't know the verdict. Because the verdict is already out. You are blameless. You are holy. You are the elect of God. And what I'm preaching today, it goes against every piece of religious fiber yeah. inside your being. In fact, your soul is screaming. But this is the truth you need to know. There is nothing you'll ever do that will ever make you holy enough for God. You, that one, you believe. Enoch walked with God until he was not for God took him. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5 and 6. Enoch walked with God until he was not. For God took him. For he had this testimony. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5 and 6. He had this testimony that he was pleasing to God. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. And was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Who had the testimony? Enoch. It wasn't Enoch's neighbor, Enoch's pastor, Enoch's wife. Because if it was Enoch's wife, it was... Enoch was convinced within himself that he was pleasing to God. And it's on the premise of Enoch's experience and revelation that we get the next verse which says, For without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of those who diligently seek him. You are only as pleasing to God as you believe to be. Yeah. And the quicker you find that out, the easier it's going to be for you to live it out. Look, you can't think like a sinner and live like a saint. The only way to live like a saint is to think like a saint. You are a product of your salt life. As a man thinks, so is he. That's why there are lots of people lining up with confessions and really sorry about what they've done, and they keep going back and doing it again. Why? They haven't really repented. Some people think that by telling God, I'm sorry, that's repentance. That's not repentance. Repentance is turning around, believing different and doing different. How do you repent? Your thought life directs your action life, your active life. And as long as you continue to think about yourself as a crook, a sinner, some guy there, banange, slowly, slowly. No, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. Behold, now all things are new. That's why it says, as the elect of God. Therefore, as the elect of God. Whatever your name is, Joshua, Ricky, Richard, Mary, Clive, Martha, Beatrice. Whatever your name is, please remember, you are God's elect if you're in Christ. If you are not, we are going to show you how to do that shortly. And you are holy and you are beloved. And it is on that basis that you can put on these things. Tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering. 
before you know that and believe it, it's impossible to put on these things. You put them on for a short time when it is convenient and then you'll chop wires. Amen. He says, you are, the elect of God, he says you are holy and beloved. You know, there's this verse in 1 John 4, 7, which says that, uh, beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The business of loving is for the beloved. You see, God can love you all he wants, but until you receive. That's why women may send you all the electricity, but you have to switch on. If you don't switch on, if you have switched off at the main switch of the building, you're going to be in darkness even when they are sending 240 volts, the right amp, um, amperage. Those are, those, are, those are the units. So you can cut off the love of God by clinging to your religion, by clinging to those who hurt you, by clinging to whatever excuse you want to give for not receiving the love of God, but it is there and it's constant. That's why I say is beloved, 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 let us love. It's for the loved ones. Forget loving one another. You know, um, I, 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 it doesn't seem to, it, it, it hurts me that the place to find the most confused mean people with sort of subplots upon subplots against one another is church. Why? Because, you know, religion is worse than at least not believing. Because the people who were not serious about their religion were not killing anyone, but Paul was killing people for their faith. So sometimes you'd rather be with nothing than the wrong thing. As the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on. Get comfortable in your new skin. Then it says, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. See what it says. If anyone has a complaint against another, he's expecting this among those who are the elect of God, holy and beloved. He says, even as Christ forgave you. In other words, that's a what? A given. Even as Christ forgave you, so you also must, not could, not it would be a nice idea, not when it is convenient, not when you've healed from the pain. Must do. Why don't people forgive? Because they don't consider their own forgiveness. Jesus tells the story in Matthew chapter 18, we will not go there, of the guy who was forgiven a big debt and then he went and got his fellow servant who owed him a few denarii and walloped him and put him in prison. And then it was reported to the master that the dude you forgive, lock him up. Jesus says that's how God would deal with those who don't forgive others. Why? It's not, you see, people always get confused about this thing. Jesus, because Jesus taught and said, forgive us our sins as if forgive those who sin against us. And people have construed it to mean that it is you forgive first before God forgives you. But that's not the truth. You already forgiven. <clears throat> Think about the English. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
you're already forgiven, but you can go around practicing your unforgiveness even when you're forgiven, and then you'll end up exactly where you began, living like an unforgiven person. Think about it. That, that's what it is. If a person is forgiven and then they don't forgive, they are living like they are not forgiven. I won't belabor the point. Verse 14, but above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Put on love. Put on love. Does anyone out there have a scarf or something I can put on? Anything I can put on? Uh, uh, it needs to fit me, you know. I'll take that. I'll take Biggie's jacket. I'll take Biggie's jacket. So, on the assumption that this is mine, <laughs> disclaimer, you can have it and not put it on. Yeah. And it's yours. It's in the wardrobe. Good you they love. Well, more because the fruit of the spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, maybe indeed. But you can pack it in the wardrobe. And your lovely wife, it's a bit like having a billion dollars and people in your house are hungry and you're not spending. That's exactly what's happening with a lot of believers. But do you know why the, the issue is like that? On the, largely, they don't know they have the billion dollars. Largely, people go around saying, thinking that they don't have the love. But you have it. You have as much love as Jesus has. You have as much peace as Jesus has. You have as much presence as Jesus has. And that's what saved my marriage, the discovery of it. I had an excuse of a marriage while confessing this Lord Jesus Christ. Why? I didn't know. I was still working for it. I was still working for the love, the gentleness, the self-control. I believed I was a bad person who God was working on. And so I was justified in leaving out the bad me to my wife. Get comfortable in your new skin. Is this blessing someone? Yeah. This is the last segment, so you better take it in. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you also were called in one body and be thankful. The peace of God is like an empire. So again, get comfortable in your new skin. Do you know you have peace? People will be going around saying, but now this is not peace. I don't have peace. I don't. You have the peace. Jesus said that peace I give, I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Give I unto you. In others, he says, My peace I bequeath. That one which made him sleep in a boat on troubled waters. It's the same you and I have. So this business of going around shopping wires, just accept you're walking in the flesh. Yeah, at least you can agree that I'm walking in the flesh. I know I have a lot of peace. I'm, I've just decided not to use it. 
I've decided that those around me should suffer. I'm preaching to myself. So let, it says what? Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Which it's the umpire. It's the, it's the referee. The peace of God is the ref. But the peace is a severely underestimated fruit of the spirit. Because when you have peace, you can pretty much create anything you need. When you have no peace, ooh. Miracles happen in environments of peace. Mostly. I don't, I'm not saying they don't happen where there is no peace, but mostly. All those people who have experienced miracles will tell you, it's usually when they've stopped flapping and they are still, that they start floating. Lifesavers don't save flapping people. They hit you and you lose your mind momentarily, then they can save you. Also, be careful about continuing to ignore the peace of God because you'll soon wear it out. You'll wear out your sensitivity. It's there and you just become unaware of it because but it says, let it rule in our hearts. At the core, we are full of peace and we shouldn't accept the lie that it's the opposite. Let me, this is the first finish. Q. Then it says in verse 16, I'm praying to God as I look at my clock. He says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. He says what? Let. Kiriza. Let the word of Christ do what? Dwell. Dwell. Abide. Reside. Lodge. Live. Inhabit. As I was preparing this, the question that came to my mind is, how's your word net worth? You know how we do net worth in, in shillings? Imagine we are doing net worth in word of God. How is your word net worth? Assets versus liabilities. He says, let it what? Dwell in you richly. In others, where I'm going to go. Without me, you can do nothing. <laughs> ah. Let the word of God what? Dwell in you that by we in the midst of conversation, without intention, seriously, you don't need to think about it. You just keep wiring verses into a perfectly normal conversation. And it's making sense. But you know, that can only happen if the two parties are in sync. Kuwajakuleta verse, Olinga Talina, come back. Let it dwell in you richly. Richly, Aboluganda, worship We are a word people. We are a word people. We are a word people. 
the kingdom of God is built on the word of God. And you only get to harvest as much as you plant, as much as you sow. I was reading this from Gloria Copeland's thing. About the word. Three things about the word. One, you acquire it. How do you acquire it? Faith, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then what do you do? You store it. It's like money. Uh, get, keep it, grow it. So you acquire it. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And then you store it. He says the word is near you. It's in your heart and in your mouth. And then you release it. It only works when you release it. The salt only works when you put it in the meat. Then you start blaming God. How come there's no salt in this meat? The salt is on the shelf. What do you expect? So many of you, you're good. Okay. Many of you are really bad with all the three stages. Let me just be frank with you. But some of you at least are good with acquiring it. You have your new version. You're reading what? But the point is you, you are not releasing it. it. The sower sows the word. Sowing the word is speaking the word. The only word that works is the one that you speak out. So he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. So much so that he says that, that you're teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. How? Because everything is word infused. You sing a song, it's, it's the word. You, you, the psalm is the word. Speak everything. That's who we are. Get comfortable on your new skin. Stop telling me that for you are not good with reading. Get out of here. In the beginning was the word, not the movie. And the word was with God. And the word was good. The same was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Including the things you need right now in your life. How were they made? Through the word. As long as you're in the movie and not in the word, you're going to do without. And without him was nothing made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He was not. The one. I'm finished. Kamale, Kamale. Kamale. I'm finishing now. I'm starting to finish. But guys, are, are you seeing this? You are the elect of God. You are holy. You are beloved. But do you know it? That's one. Two, are you equipped to live it? How do you do that? By the word. If you are word poor, you're going to be life poor. Because the word of God is what produces. And I'm not about life, this cabbage life of bios. I'm talking about Zoe life. You're going to be Zoe poor. You, you live like normal human beings. Red blood cells, white blood cells, and organs. That, that's the same as animals. That's not what you are created to be. The thing that differentiates you and animals is words. Look, everything about a human being is true for an animal, except one thing. They can't speak. It's not even thinking, because animals think. How do you think the cows get home by themselves? There's only one difference. They can't speak. They can't choose the one thing that separates nature 
from the creator. Words. That's the only thing God gave human beings that makes us human. Words. That's why with words we can kill, with words we can create, with words we can destroy lives, with words we can... Words! I used to launch wars that destroy millions of people. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. Before that bombs drop, people first talk. Words! Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.